August 16, 17 days to kick off for the Sooners. Toby and TJ back with you. High of 92 today. Enjoy it. Going to be in the uh, hundreds all weekend. Clemson, our number eight ranked team last hour. A lot of stuff going on out there we haven't gotten to yet today, TJ. Let's start with this, reminding you that on Monday is our first-ever Gridiron giveaway. A lot of buzz about this. This is going to be fun. Uh, The Ref Army, we're all getting together on Monday from noon to 7 at Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Edmond, make note of that. Right there on I-35. TJ, are you flying up, taking the helicopter? Uh, How are you getting up? I have talked to some people about chartering a flight up there, yes. Are we 6 to 7 for sure? I think we are, and uh, hopefully I make it by then. I, I'll be, I'll be there by five, I think. So I, I'll be good. Yeah, but yes, I believe we are. You're gonna to have seven. to leave right after the show in the morning <laughs> to get there by five o'clock. Well, well I've got, I've got a uh, pickup duty and some other things, so I'll get there in time. But yeah, we'll be six to seven. Maybe Katie could give you that police escort that she always does when you're well, trying to get somewhere. She's never given me hurry. a police escort, nor will I ask her. Monday, this Monday, August twenty-first, uh, noon to seven, Steely. And Thune will be doing their show out there. Teddy and Tyler will be doing their show out there. I think uh, TJ and I will will uh, back clean up and have the final hour. Think 68-team basketball giveaway like we do every March, only for football. You will get, uh, if your name is drawn, you'll get a, a one of the 68 teams in Power 5 conferences this year or Notre Dame or the field. So there will be 70 different uh, uh Teams, quote-unquote, given away. And then if you have one of the teams that makes the college football playoff this year, you get one of our four grand prizes. There will also be goodie bags. There will be instant prizes given away on the hour. It's going to be a lot of fun, plus you get to eat great food. That's coming up this Monday. Spread the word. Bring your friends. Be a great time and place, TJ, for a fantasy football draft on Monday. Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Bring the bring the draft group out. Uh, get your table there at Buffalo Wild Wings. All of you put your name in the hopper. Do your draft and listen for your names to be called. If you hold your fantasy football draft there, please, during the hours of 3 and 6 p.m., each break, go up and let Teddy know who you've been drafting yeah. and who your team right. is. 
uh, for your fantasy football team. Love so. to know everything about That's everybody's right. fantasy football teams. That is not <laughs> uninteresting at all. That's right. Uh, big thanks to Buffalo Wild Wings, Amini's Galleria, Fast Signs of Norman, Riverwind Casino, just some of our sponsors for the Gridiron Giveaway. Friday, September 1st, will be our annual Joe C. Day here on this show. That's the day before the season kickoff. Joe C. will join us for all three hours, 6 to 9 a.m. on Friday, September 1st. More details details about that uh, to come. Um, U.S. Amateur is down to the field of 64. So we started with over 300 guys, two Sooners have made the match play field of 64. Ben Lorenz and Drew Goodman, they will play their first match play matches today. Ben Lorenz against Zach Kingsland at 12.30. Drew Goodman against John Marshall Butler at 3 p.m. He sounds like he is a member at a country club. John Marshall Butler. Um, So, I mean, this works just like a, a basketball tournament, too. There's 64 golfers. Uh, if you win, you advance to the round of 32. If you win that, you advance to the Sweet 16, so forth and so on. I think television coverage, if I if I read correctly, uh, none today, but I think it starts tomorrow. And then, uh, obviously, uh, oh, that, you know what? That's wrong. I, it looks like they're going to have some on Peacock today. Five to six, uh, is this Eastern time, I assume? So probably four to five on Peacock. Five to seven on the Golf Channel today. If this is Eastern Time, I don't find out if it's Eastern Time. I should. Uh, so maybe we can see. Like Drew Goodman doesn't tee off till three o'clock, so you can probably see a little bit of him this afternoon. And then it continues all weekend. And the finals, and on uh, Sunday will be on NBC. I think it starts on the Golf Channel and moves to NBC. So Brad Dalkey was in the finals a few years ago. Very prestigious tournament. Ben Lorenz and Drew Goodman have made it through to match play, and good luck to them today. This happened a couple of days ago, TJ. I haven't mentioned it yet on this show, but the OU Cincinnati game time has been announced, and it will shockingly be at 11 a.m. What? Yeah. At Cincinnati, not at home. It's on the road at Cincinnati, and I don't mind this. Does this allow you a Reds game? I think so. I, I'm going to need to have my ducks in a row and have all the homework done before we get there. Right. But if I uh, if I do, then I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, maybe not all of us. I would imagine Drake will want to go set up on Friday night since we played 11 a.m. Maybe not. I don't know. But um, I definitely will still try, I think. But you know my philosophy on road games, 11 a.m. Oh, yeah, you get you home and you're home Saturday evening at a decent time and have your Sunday, sure. We will be spending a lot of time in Cincinnati this year. I believe we have drawn Cincinnati on the road in every sport. Basketball is actually home and home with Cincinnati. Football's at Cincinnati. And I think baseball's at Cincinnati this year, too. That schedule is not officially out, but what I've heard is that that will be the case. So there will be a lot of time in the Queen City for Oklahoma this year and the last year in the Big 12. Um, we mentioned Lindsay Street. Tailgating has been approved. I'm sure we'll continue to talk more about that this hour. Men's basketball announced their non-conference schedule yesterday. 
And uh, it's got some highlights on it. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Where did it go? There we are. Um, We knew about some of this. We knew they were playing Arkansas in Tulsa. We knew about the North Carolina game in Charlotte. Uh, We knew about the Providence game as a part of the Big East Big 12 battle. Somebody texted me when they saw this about the Big 12 SEC challenge, TJ. That is no more. That last year was the last year of the Big 12 SEC challenge. Now, there is going to be an SEC-ACC challenge starting. I'm not sure if it's this year or next year, but I'm looking forward to that, TJ. That's going to be cool because there are not a lot of teams in the ACC that Oklahoma has you played. You don't see them often, yeah. You don't, or ever. So in the last cool, yeah, dozen years anyway. Mm-hmm. We get Carolina this year, but uh, you go up and down that conference. You know, Miami, Florida State, Duke, NC State. Uh, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, the Virginia schools, Notre Dame. I mean, there's we got Notre Dame and Madison Square Garden a few years back. There's not a lot of those teams, and there's more, obviously, Wake Forest, that we have seen in a long time. So that would be cool. Um, but there's no more Big 12 SEC Challenge. So here it, here it is. Uh, it opened, They opened with Central Michigan. I think they're still the Chippewas, aren't they? Central Michigan at home. On Monday, November 6th, in fact, the first one, two, three, four games are at home. Central Michigan, Mississippi Valley State, Texas State, and UT Rio Grande Valley. So kind of a um, tiptoe into the season there. I don't know how good any of those teams are. I'm not saying they couldn't lose any of those games, but not big names anyway. That's probably smart with all the new guys they're going to have out of the transfer portal this year. Then it gets tougher. They will go out to San Diego for a brand-new event this year. That'll be over Thanksgiving. Uh, their a first opponent will be Seton Hall. We played them last year, I believe, in Orlando. That'll be on Thanksgiving Day. Second opponent will be either Iowa or USC. Come home, they play Arkansas Pine Bluff, and then that Providence game, that'll be a tough one. That's in the LNC. Big East battle game on December 5th. Arkansas in the BOK Center on December 9th. Can't wait for that. The first two years of that series have been uh, cantankerous and fun, and each team has won a game. Green Bay at home before Christmas. That game won't be as tough with Aaron Rodgers gone now, so that's exactly. good. North Carolina on December 20th in Charlotte as a part of the Jumpman Invitational. Then after Christmas, Central Michigan and Monmouth. The Monmouth game will be on New Year's Eve, and then it's into Big 12 play. So, you know, the the games in San Diego, Providence, Arkansas, and North Carolina, TJ, all challenging. Other than that, a bunch of winnable non-conference should, games, it looks like, to me. The majority, if not all of yeah. them, yes. Not knowing really how good any of them are. Like, I think mm-hmm. Monmouth has been pretty good in recent years. But still, you know, there's a bunch of home games. Now, the one other thing worth noting, TJ, I don't know if you picked up on this. On November 30th, 
That's a Thursday night. Oklahoma's playing Arkansas Pine Bluff at home in McCaslin Fieldhouse. Yeah, I saw that on that uh, little graphic they sent out yesterday. This is great. This is a regular season game that counts in McCaslin Fieldhouse this year. Which is a lot of people have asked for that over the years, so I think that would be a pretty rowdy, uh, cool atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Now, Kurt just tweeted me something from Rothstein that says Oklahoma is playing Iowa in the first round of that San Diego event. Uh, I had heard they're playing Seton Hall, so either I heard wrong or Rothstein heard wrong. More likely, I heard wrong. So according to uh, what he's saying, Oklahoma gets Iowa in on um, uh, Thanksgiving and then either Seton Hall or USC the next day. So we'll wait for details to emerge on that. That uh, Kurt's correction brought to you as always by Whiteout. When you make mistakes, <laughs> get Whiteout today. Yeah, McCaslin Fieldhouse, that's going to be awesome. I hope this becomes an annual thing. We need it to go well. You know, we don't need anybody slipping or running into a wall, uh, but we need it to go well. And if it does, and we can pack the place and make it a really cool environment, then then I think that becomes an annual game, and, and that'll be really, really cool. It'd be awesome if they could come up with, like, a throwback uniform to wear for that game, like something Alvin Adams used to wear. Oh, that would be neat, yeah. Put a Porter in an old-school suit. I don't mind that. Uh, like with big lapels. Right. <laughs> a big flower print tie. I call the they game go for a tuxedo it. like John Brooks oh, used to wear. Go I, for it, the, man. That, you that should, that you guys should Lloyd do that. Center. That was not in uh, Drake, you need a McCaslin. tuxedo for that game at McCaslin. Maybe we just bring Brooksy and Ashback back and let them call that game. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would listen to that. That'd be great. <laughs> so there you go. There's the uh, non-con. Now we found out a while back about the uh, Big Twelve schedule. At least how it's going to work. Uh, the five they get five teams home and home, and the other eight teams this year they play four of them at home and four of them on the road. Uh, off the top of my head, TJ, you might have to help me here. The five home and home teams were Oklahoma State, Texas, Kansas. Cincinnati. I'm looking here to see if they have it up here yet. Uh, Iowa State, I think, was the fifth one. I think those are the five teams we play home and home. And then, uh, but we don't know dates, right? Yet yeah, on all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. This strikes me as a good, and certainly a good non-conference schedule, but not overly daunting. But it does have, you know, it has sprinkled in some very intriguing, tough matchups. Like Arkansas and North Carolina, I'm sure, are going to be preseason at very highly ranked. Providence has had some really good teams of late. I don't know what they're going to be like this year. Those three teams in San Diego, probably all right around OU's caliber. Uh, Iowa has been, you know, pretty good. USC has flashed. Seton Hall's had some decent teams. So those are four pretty well-balanced teams in San Diego, but... Uh, around that, a bunch of home games against some teams that, that you probably should have success against. All right, got a few other things, and we want to hit your text messages again when we come back. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. We'll be back. 
The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show right here on The Ref. We are not uh, closing down the T-Row in the Morning Show, despite the fact that uh, I've heard rumors of that. We're not oh, shutting yeah? down the station. We are not shutting down the show. So is there some I am false not reporting dead, going on are you? out there? Some false reporting, I think, going on. Uh, been in business since 1952. What do we, we got? Like uh, we will be hosting the Gridiron Giveaways. Three million streams. I heard yesterday on, uh... and that was just last night during the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, no, we're thriving, we are getting older. Folks. Come on, I mean, we come are, on. We... We are thriving. I'm sure there are some out there that would love for us to go away. Uh, Jokes like that, how could we? I mean, come on. Absolutely. Uh, RK Black brings you this hour. Your small, medium-sized business, document management leader, network solutions, copiers, fax printers, so much more. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Reno Goat says, I'll be at the Reds game Friday before the OU Cincinnati game. Hoping the Reds will be in the playoff chase, mm. but not looking good. We're fading, man. We are fading. You should have never gone and seen them that weekend. Yeah, it's on It's on me. It is all on me. Um, we got shut out again last night, or shut out last night. Fortunately, everybody lost. Uh, that we are in the playoff hunt with last night, so we didn't lose any ground, but just not playing very good ball right now. Now, Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo are set to come back soon, but I just hope it's not too late, and who knows how sharp they're going to be when they come back. So, I don't know. I don't know. Still right there. I'm just starting to get World Series fever, ball. and I'm trying to keep myself under control, but oh, it's not easy. You guys are playing easy. great. It's not easy. One again, right? Last night. One again, last night. Yeah. What's the? Let me look at the standings here, real fast. Update you on the standings. Uh, American League uh, West, Rangers three and a half up on the Astros. Yeah. Uh, National League Central, Reds and Cubs three and a half back of Milwaukee. Wild card. We are one game out. So I mean, they're still right there, it. still but, in it. Uh, it's just got to get hot. They're just not playing good ball. That would be amazing, though. Like, here's the deal. Like, so we have an 11 a.m. game on Saturday. If if this thing is going down to the wire, I might be there Friday night and Saturday night and stay for Sunday and just come home after. You, you know, go. just you guys all fly home. I'll be back on Monday morning. <laughs> Although uh, Cincinnati might have a restraining order out against me to keep me away. They, from may, the they, may, they may not allow you in town. Yeah, keep you across the bridge. Um, Camo Sooner wants to know, after listening to the countdown, I was wondering how many play-by-play guys does T-Row personally know? What do you mean by personally know? Like, um, I don't, because you've got connections with many, I mean, and that you've had on the show over the years. Maybe Mm -hmm. they mean that you. Like, I don't uh, have them over my house. Right. Or, you know, rarely do do we go out to eat. The, okay, so all the Big 12 guys, obviously, I personally know very well. Mm-hmm. When you call a game, it is customary that the two play-by-play guys spend some time together before the game going over pronunciations, you know, 
just you, you share with me what I need to know. I'll share with you what you need to know. So I have, you know, talked to almost every play-by-play guy that we've played against in the last 12 years. Now, I don't know if that means personally know them or not, but most of them, or, or they've been on the show, or I've been on their show, or we've played each other, or we just kind of power five guys or the you know the programs that are kind of up there every year in the top 25 we all kind of know each other we're asked to lot do a lot of the same stuff or be on zoom calls or be on panels together or speaking engagements things like that so i would say of the power five schools you know 40 of the 68 probably i know pretty well maybe a little more than that but not like it's not like we are texting each other and going out to eat together most of the time. The Big Twelve guys get together and do that, and I'm sure when we're in the SEC, that'll be the same. But outside that conference, I don't know that. Outside your own conference, I don't think that happens. A lot of restaurant recommendations get shared, TJ. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you pull into that. a town and you hit up the opposing crew and say, "Hey, where should we eat?" and try to take care of each other. Dark's boyfriend. Is that supposed to be Drake's? It says, Dark's boyfriend. I like Toby's idea about having relegation league. Worst NFL team goes to the XFL. XFL team goes to college football. Then college champs to the XFL. The XFL champs to the NFL. That would be dope. You, know, you can't do it like that because you get professional and amateurs mixed. Right. But, but I do think we are approaching a system in college football where it is feasible and, and would be... It would be a way for teams that aren't in the Power Five to have hope. Now, whether you could get college presidents in the Power Five to agree to it, I have I have my doubts because once they're in the club, they don't want to risk they don't want to open the hatch door that they could possibly fall out of it. But it would be tremendously entertaining if if they would say, <clears throat> All right, "Let's just say the number's forty, Teach. Okay, let's say we got three tiers of forty teams." And somehow we figure out, all right, these are the top 40 teams. They're going in the, uh, what do you want to call it? You know, the, the, the they're going in. Elite uh, level or whatever you want to call it. They're going in elite. Yeah. Elite college football. The next 40 teams are going into mid-level college football, and the last 40 are going in bottom level. And and the bo- whoever the bottom four teams are <laughs> fall so down, and the top four so teams confusing. move up. It, it would create such unbelievable drama. But I, I have my doubts. It would be great. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Barry Switzer has said for years, Texas is one of the best, if not the best job and I, in college football. I know people don't like that, but it's a fact. It's one of the best jobs in college football. It has way too many resources, is what this texter says. So I agree. It, it should be the best. One of the best, for sure, because of the size of the state, the the high school talent around it, the amount of money they have, all of those things. The they, they do have a major drawback, which is themselves. Right? I mean that I would imagine if I am a big time head coach, you know, you're not gonna turn down the Texas job in all likelihood because they're gonna pay a zillion dollars, but It is a massive migraine headache to coach at Texas because they just will not get out of your way. There's just too many 
Guys who drive Cadillacs and cowboy hats, TJ, who own oil wells and ranches, who insist on having a say in what goes on. And getting anything done takes, you, you cannot be nimble. Like one of the things you got to give OU credit for is that Joe and, and President Bourne before him and or before Joe Harris, they can act quickly and stealth-like a lot of times, more so than Texas. Texas has to get approval on everything at every level, and it's just really hard for them to do anything. So Texas is its own worst enemy. But it should be. It is a great job. It is a great job. It could be better if they could just let the football coach coach, but they can't do that, and they never will. They never will. Now, that'll never change. So Boss Hog is always going to pull up <laughs> in the middle of practice and demand that you play the other quarterback. Well, I'll say, boys, let's see what's going on at practice here. Yeah. You know how, you know what Steve Sarkeesian's emails, text messages, and phone calls must be like every day that oh. Arch Manning is not the starting quarterback? Oh, my you know? goodness. I mean, it's just, no. it's, it's I'm not even disaster. opening those. It's a disaster. Uh, <laughs> the next improvement for Tailgate suspend all laws for the game weekends. Monkey knife fights. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is in the SEC, right? I think no so. laws? <laughs> no yeah. laws and just monkeys and knife fights. I do think there is going – I might be wrong about this, but I don't think I am. I do think there is going to be an element of year one to, you know, first lap around the SEC of Oklahoma fans going to some of these visiting venues and going, this is it? Like, I think probably it's going to be great. Don't get me wrong. But, like, some of these tailgating scenes that we're expecting are going to be less than we're expecting. And I think these – I know this. I know some of these stadiums you're going to go to are are not nice stadiums. They're, like, old and crappy. Right. They're just – they seat a lot of people. But you'll go, you'll watch your Sooners, you'll have a great time. Oh, yeah. Same yeah, no. as if the SEC other uh, fan bases are coming here. They're going to love their time. They're going to have fun. And they're going to leave and say, ah, that was fun. Had a great time watching no, my no, no, uh, yeah. whoever, you know, I Bulldogs think, or whoever. Uh, no, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But I don't um, – my point is I think we have dreamed up in a lot of ways, in a lot of areas, how their fans are, how their stadiums are, how their teams are, how uh, everything is. We have this vision of the SEC in our heads that is probably loftier than the reality of it is. Yes. Once we get there. Well, I've heard people like, I'm a little embarrassed for these fans to come to Norman. You've got a lot of work to do with just the town itself. Should tear it down and start over. I will tell you this. (laughs) There is Owen Field is, you know, there's going to be somebody throw something at the radio. It is a palace. Compared to a lot of there he goes the palace on the prairie. It is very nice. And a lot of people that come here are, like, very impressed by our stadium. So I, I don't think we have to worry about that at all now. We'll get our tailgate and up and cranking, and we'll try to not embarrass ourselves, and we'll try to, you know, hopefully those seven Heismans and seven national championships and the winningest program since World War II will all hold up and impress our visitors because I want to make sure we impress them, Teach, first and foremost. Uh, we'll all put on our prettiest dresses and take showers the night before and everything. 
few texts here saying the next fights they think should be for the Duck Pond and then the uh, Ovals. The North and South Ovals opened up for uh, tailgating. I think you've what? mentioned the South Oval before. Well, I mean, it's just a big open space there. Yeah. It would look cool, but you'd have to trample a lot of flowers and stuff. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, you could probably just set up on the sidewalk all the way around. This uh, is a, a serious question because cool. I never go that far down. Is, is that the too duck far pond, away? Is the duck pond not allowed? Like, is that area not allowed around the pond? Well, I need clarification on that because I know there are uh, tents and stuff. I out thought there, there was yeah around it, so may- there must be an area. That I never isn't go that person. far that direction, so I don't know for sure. So there is a tailgate out at the duck pond that that I, I go to once in a while. Um, it's like SSP has one out there, I got you. and okay. so we'll have to go out there. I like, had a joke coming about a duck or something. <laughs> No, 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 no joke. Like, well, I might have to go out there to say something or whatever every once in a while. So I know there is some stuff out at the duck pond, but um, I, maybe there's more that could be done. Are those ovals too far away? I mean, it's a nice open area, but is that is that close enough to the stadium that would be, would be fun? Uh, yeah, I think it is. And occupied? I think so, yeah. Okay. I All do. Right. Um. This one says, with y'all's app, will I be able to keep up with the top three Van Halen songs? No, I'm sorry. You will not. (laughs) That's not our app. That's the station that's going away, folks. (laughs) Right. Get the KRF app. Um, One more. Let's see here. One more. Are you even a Sooner if you're claiming your stakes ahead of time, though? Uh, They're saying if people sit out before the uh, gun at 7 a.m., are you even a Sooner? Oh, I see. Because because of the land, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, don't you have to cheat? I think so. Yeah, whatever the whatever the time they put yeah. out is, don't we have to? Some people have to. Go I out will a half hour love early? to see what people are going to come up with. Uh, that would be fun to go and film on its own and have a segment on Friday mornings to see yes. what people are doing to get their spot if they can't stake it. Like if they're just laying across the lawn right there, all the freshmen are laying, <laughs> just laying in squares, head to foot in a, right? in, a, in, a in a square. <laughs> <laughs> and they it will be a fight. It will be a battle. I will, out. I will be interested to see how they handle it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be fun. There, there will be some wrestling going on because there's a, you know, there's a limited amount of space there. There's a nice amount of space, but yeah. it's not endless. And there's going to be probably more people that want there than can get there. So. This one's saying line them up at one place, have a land run, shoot a cannon off, and everybody <laughs> runs for their spot. Yeah. Everybody's got to have a covered wagon. <laughs> You can't get a spot on Lindsay Street without a covered wagon. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Breaking news this morning in the Big 12, TJ. Have you heard? I have not. I've not been on Twitter in the last couple of segments. See here for you. Oh. By the way, breaking news brought to you by Wagner's Heating and Air Conditioning, Electrical oh. and Plumbing. We sell the best and service the rest. It's the breaking news. I don't know why this isn't working here. Uh, huh. eh, Is that working. the Big 12 already going out of business? Is that what that was? No, it's. Uh, I'm trying to play... <laughs> I'm trying to play hot in here by Nelly, uh, but it, my it's not working for some reason. Nelly will perform a Super Bowl-like halftime show on ABC at the Big 12 title game. 
at AT&T Stadium this year. That's the artist, huh, Nelly? Yeah. Nelly. Huh. How do we feel about this, Teach? Um Brett Yormark went and hit up his uh, you know, his his friends in the music industry and came back to us with Nelly. Nelly disappeared for about 10, 15 years, and then in the last four or five has kind of swung back around because there's a lot of uh, people that when Nelly was hot were in their 20s and now in their 40s they're like, yeah, bring Nelly back. He's had his country music mix uh, crossover. All right. Well, hopefully Oklahoma is in that game and we'll be treated to a Nelly concert at halftime, Teach. I hope so for everyone that's an OU fan, yeah. I'm sure that will uh, be able to, a lot of OU fans, bucket list item, and it will be able to be crossed off. See a Big 12 Go championship to a win and a Nelly concert. Boom. One day. Got it all. They were teasing big Big, big 12 news coming today, and uh, there it is. Nelly at halftime of this year's <laughs> Big 12 championship game. <laughs> to which the players playing today would be like, who? Right. Now, yeah. I think I think he's relevant enough that they know who he is, too. But Right. Well, it good for the be, Big Twelve. It the would Big be Twelve hilarious. Show. Be hilarious if today the SEC announced that Taylor Swift was doing the halftime <laughs> show. Is exactly how the SEC operates. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Morgan Wallen are comboing yeah. for a uh, exclusive concert for the SEC. <laughs> yeah, and a uh, and a uh, Taylor Swift, Morgan Wallen. And holograms of the Beatles will be performing at halftime. <laughs> hey, the first episode of this year's OU DNA All Access is tonight, Teach. 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Remember this thing from last year? I do remember this thing. It's funny you say that because this morning someone off the air called me about something on ESPN+. Plus and I said, you know, I don't know. Or they weren't asking about that, but they were asking me something else. And I said... Since the OU season ended, I have not even like punched into ESPN Plus. So mm-hmm. this will give me an opportunity to do that again now. Seven o'clock tonight, ESPN Plus is when it debuts. I think these are half-hour episodes, if I remember correctly, kind of behind the scenes at training camp. You got some people mic'd up. It was really well done last year. It's a it's a hard knocks style, and uh, I can't wait. I didn't know until last week that they were doing it again this year. So this is uh, this is fun. There was a big decommitment yesterday, TJ, in the world of recruiting. Mm-hmm. A day after the Sooners got some disappointment, it looks like they may be headed for a big pickup here. It's nothing official yet, but the tight end from Washington, who was committed to Notre Dame, as had been predicted, has now decommitted from Notre Dame. Yeah. And, and Washington, the, the school, Washington, not the state, the one right up the road where Chris Plank lives, that Washington. And uh, it sounds like all the experts believe he's on the verge of committing to Oklahoma, the number two tight end in the nation in next year's class. Sounds like it. Sounds like he was uh, told and promised some things about how they were handling other tight end recruiting and different things. And he felt that, that they weren't being honest and upfront, and if you, according to reports anyway, and he's decided to make Boy. a change. If this kid ends up coming to OU on top of the other tight end they've already landed, whew. Oh, uh, Jackson Arnold's got to be loving it. Uh, they, they are going to be set at that position 
for the next few years. Mm, without a doubt, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I think I've hit everything I needed to make sure we got in. Why don't you uh, pop two or three more text messages at me here, and uh, then we'll get we'll go to plank. Uh, Ole Miss, great tailgating, crappy stadium. This texter says. I, I'm very much looking forward to going to Ole Miss. It, it might be well, LSU and Ole Miss are both going to be a lot of fun next year. Yeah, the Grove. You know, everybody talks about the Grove. I want to see what what it's all about. This one says the one where Plank lives, Washington. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. There was one up here that I wanted to see if you wanted to address. They were asking about the uh, Missouri situation and how a kid, it could be, this could go to any recruit, but they were asking about Williams specifically. Um, how in the world, okay, here it is. Can a kid get paid by just committing and not being a part of the program by just signing a national letter of intent? Well, once you sign a national letter of intent, not commit, but once you sign, you oh, are having a part not. Of the okay, it says having not signed a national letter of intent. Just so just I think committing. there's some. Con- I think there's some confusion out there about that. My understanding is, and and I have read a little bit about this over the situation because I think there was a a wide belief that once he committed, he could start getting paid. But I don't think that is the case. I think he. I think you cannot pay even in Missouri until a national letter of intent is signed. So somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, Parker or Plank or somebody listening or Travis, if I'm wrong, let me know. But I think they, they that line of thinking was kind of uh, fixed over the last few days. So I don't think until he signs a, or anybody signs a national letter of intent, you can start getting any NIL money. There are Until some you sign states in NLI, you can't get your NIL. Maybe Plank can correct me on this if I'm wrong. There are some states, I believe, where high school kids can start signing yes. like NIL advertising right. deals, though. So maybe he's involved in that. And Toby, just this but is the Missouri, not through the university, not through the university. And, right. And right. Everyone that kept saying Missouri can pay those kids. No, there would be tax issues. <laughs> no, I, I was digging on that all day yesterday. So yeah. So are we right? Is he until he signs Until his you letter sign. of intent, he right. can't start getting any exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, you can have high school NIL, but you can't have it through Missouri. Yeah, there you go. Uh, That guy is going to join us full-time when we come back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Time to welcome in The Plank Show for The Crossover. Good morning, Plank. T-Row, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm just keeping it real. You know how it is. Yeah, I had, What's going on with you today, man? I'd gotten a lot of that. Missouri now has an NIL bill where the school can pay them before they actually sign. And I'm like, I don't think uh, that would be legal. I think there would be tax right. issues. I think that would be the definition of what, even if it is a state law, would be, that'd be coercion. That'd be you know enticement, do whatever. So I looked everywhere, and everything that I saw was just once they sign, once they sign. They come just plop a big McDonald's bag down on the table as at his signing ceremony and say, you know, 
Speaking of his, com- his commitment ceremony. Speaking of impressive ways to quote unquote drop the bag, have you watched the Johnny Manziel? Yes. Untold yet? Yep. Have you have you talked about it a lot? I'm sorry because I was out last. Not week. a lot. Okay. Not a lot. TJ hasn't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, so two things because I rewatched it for some reason last night after the Dodgers game. Nine in a row, baby. Um, <laughs> Keep beating the Brewers, please. Holy smokes, that's that's a bad baseball team right now. I uh, I am still shook that his family wasn't rich because we <laughs> we've been sold that for so. Wait a long. minute, what? I know, right? <laughs> It was all I a thought story his family was like up. really wealthy. A hundred millionaires is what they would say, but it was all a story concocted to basically Why not make it look odd. These cars what? and right. this jewelry yes. and all this kind of stuff, and they made up the story about his My mind is felt, blown more than Detroit. Michael Lower being more what was it today? Atlanta, east of Atlanta, or whatever. <laughs> and and then what? Whenever the northern, you know what the northernmost outpost in the Big Twelve is, don't you? It's Ames, uh, Iowa. Uh, that blew my mind whenever Toby dropped that one time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the northernmost out. I'm like, really? Okay. And so then the, the number highest t- uh, altitude is Lubbock. How crazy is that? In the Big Twelve. The second thing we were talking about dropping the bag. How about that plan they had, where Manzel, someone would give him a key, go to the room, sign all of the helmets, mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. the picture, even though that ended up being costly, and then boom, they would send you a. Uh, code to the lock and you'd go inside that that lock inside the hotel closet and there would be all your money once they gave you the code he would take off tj he'd take off once a month and fly to miami or wherever there would be a hotel room waiting for him just with all this stuff to sign and he'd make thirty thousand dollars a trip and then he'd fly back to texas A&M. amazing and that's how they would let him know or that's how they would confirm it he would never really meet with anyone they'd give him a hotel room key he'd go to that room Sign a bunch of helmets, take the picture to prove it. Boom. I love the part about him watching film, like the Browns <laughs> reached out to his uh, agent. agent and said, hey, dude, he's not watching any film. And the agent's like, well, I mean, you're exaggerating. He's watching some film. He's like, no, we have a counter on his iPad. He has zero hours of film. <laughs> zero. Oh, fantastic. Hey, he's an amazing dude. That's for sure. It, it doesn't. There was no redeeming quality to it at all. It's not like at the end he's like, found God and now speaking yeah, no. to children around the world. He's just like, well, that sucks, but I'm still the same guy. They so. even faked what was his last game. I mean, literally, he played three more games after what that thing acted like was his last football game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have a good show, Chris. All right, buddy. Have a great day, T-Row. Talk to you at three. Thanks to Don Munson for joining us. You find folks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.